Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. And you're welcome back. Kieran Cunningham, Chief Sports Writer with the Irish Daily Star. We're going to talk about Gary Lineker and I feel strange saying this. We're talking about Gary Lineker and his views on politics and the British government yesterday's, the announcement for the British government yesterday that its new migrant policy would seek to deter 100 million people from coming to Britain, which is a pretty outrageous claim. But Gary Lineker responding, this reminds me of Germany in the 1930s. This is now national news in the UK. Yeah, well, he's taken a lot of criticism from um, a number of Conservative MPs, from a Conservative spokesperson who said they were looking for a... um, They would be complaining to the BBC. Um, Across the... The media, the, the, across the newspapers that will be seen as broadly in support of the Conservative Party, he's taken a lot of criticism and he's made front-page headlines on those. Uh, and if you do look at what Gary Lineker, he responded to a video message by the Home Secretary, Suella Braverman, about stopping people crossing the channel in small boats and said, good heavens, this is beyond awful. And then he was challenged on Twitter by, 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 and, and he expanded on what he meant. He said, there's no huge influx. We take far fewer refugees in other major European countries. This is just an immeasurably cruel policy directed at the most vulnerable people in language that is not dissimilar to that used by Germany in the 30s. So he's, 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 he's comparing the language being used to Germany in the 30s rather than the policy. And I think that is an important distinction. And if you do look at the podium yesterday with the, the British PM Rishi Sunak, uh, with a sign in front of him saying "Stop the boats," I thought that was, that was a, I thought that was a viral joke on Twitter, and then it actually was true that this was the Prime Minister of the United Kingdom setting out a policy, and on the podium were the words "Stop the boats." Yeah, because most of us now, if we now anyone has paid attention to the story of migration and refugees and asylum seekers taken to boats and both the Mediterranean and English Channel, will have seen footage and will have read stories about these boats going down, we'll have seen pictures of, of children washed up on beaches uh, in Italy and other and Turkey and other countries. And so the, the, this really jarred with people. And Gary Lineker was given his own viewpoint. And I think this is... This isn't the first time this has happened, Ian. Now, back in October... Um, Gary Lineker was found to be in breach of the BBC's own impartiality guidelines because a few months earlier he tweeted about the Conservative Party to get money from Russian donors. And there were complaints made and the BBC accepted he was out of line. It should be remembered as well, he isn't a BBC employee, he's a freelance broadcaster. And he's making these comments on Twitter, not on any BBC news programme. Yes, yeah. Now it would be different, say, if he was the presenter of uh, BBC uh, Newsnight or Today program in Radio 4. But he's a football presenter and he is often told stick to the football. But, you know, that doesn't, like, you have accountants and builders and uh, plumbers and whatever on Twitter and they tweet on whatever they want. Nobody ever says them stick to plumbing. So he's allowed to tweet about whatever he wants. But I think if you look at the bigger picture, Ian, you go back to the history of the Tory party and the BBC, and this is the core of that. Winston Churchill said, quote, that was run by Reds. Norman Tebbett, the Tory party chairman under Margaret Thatcher, his quote about the BBC was insufferable, smug, sanctimonious, naive, guilt-ridden, wet, pink. Dennis Thatcher, Margaret Thatcher's husband, described it as a British B corporation, and B wasn't for broadcasting. He used a different word that I can't really say on the is- air. Kieran, there's a story. There's a story now on the BBC website, and it's written by their media editor, Katie Razzle. The BBC says it is having a frank conversation with Gary Lineker after his tweets. 
Yeah, but he's been unapologetic today. Though he, he, you know, you could say he's doubled down. He said he said more support than any time since he was scoring goals for England in the World Cup. And uh, uh, he's the BBC's most high-paid presenter, even though he's not an employee. And it's interesting some some ex-BBC employees, like Emily Maitlis, a former presenter of Newsnight. Gary Lineker got the blessing of the BBC. She pointed out this on Twitter. Gary Lineker was given the blessing of the BBC to raise Qatar's human rights record on the BBC during the World Cup. Why can he not now raise questions of human rights in his own country? Because it, and is, is it because it involves criticism of government policy in the UK that it's not allowed? And there is, a, like I've often heard this, um, I know of some journalists in Ireland even that have been good rapping the knuckles over tweets. And I've always thought that should be set from your job. If you want to tweet about something, you sh- your bosses shouldn't be intervening. Yeah, we're all regulated in the media for impartiality and views. But on Twitter, it is pretty much go as you do what you want, as long as you don't get yourself into trouble with it. Yeah, and the, the funny thing is that the way Gary Lineker has been painted, like if you follow Gary Lineker's tweets or if you read the interviews he's given about his beliefs and his political beliefs, he's a pretty soft centrist, like slightly left of centre. You know, back in the day, he would probably be most at home in the Labour Party, not even the... the Tony uh, Blair uh, Labour Party. Uh, the, the, no, I was, yes, well, the Tony Blair Labour Party. But I'm sorry, I was going to say before that the Labour Party, like he wouldn't have been at home, I would say, in the Michael Foote uh, or the Tony Van Labour Party. I think he is, he's, he's quite mild politics is you know he's, he's very much into empathy and human rights and you know treating people with decency but he has become a pariah for a lot of people in the UK this isn't the first time and the fact that the BBC are taking this seriously it'd be interesting because I think he's kind of his response today he's kind of thrown the gauntlet down to them and he said okay come at me what are you going to do and there is pressure You've, there's been several British people in the British media, several members of the Conservative Party saying the BBC should be parting ways with Gary Lineker. Kieran Cunningham, Chief Sports Writer with the Irish Daily Star, thank you very much for joining us. Just on that story yesterday, that policy the British government announced of turning back all those migrant boats and also telling people that if you do enter Britain illegally, you'll never be able to re-enter it again. The British Home Secretary, Swella Bravman, last year when she was running for the Tory party leadership, she said that her biggest dream in life was getting her policy of sending people who entered Britain illegally, sending them by plane to Rwanda. And she dreamed of a day when the Daily Telegraph would earn a front page showing a flight taking off, taking migrants away. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today.